It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Rack. Big show today. Lots to get into beyond just previewing week 11, where the Arizona Cardinals hit the road for a rematch with the San Francisco 49ers, seeking revenge for their home loss on Thursday Night Football just a couple days ago. But uh, I want to get into a lot because last night what we witnessed on Thursday Night Football at the end of the game, Miles Garrett, who's now been suspended indefinitely by the league, uh, it kind of brought to my mind a question as we sit here, as I said, week 11, evaluating the head coaches that were hired in 2019, including Cliff Kingsbury, Freddie Kitchens, of course, of the Cleveland Browns. Where does Cliff Kingsbury, where does Kitchens... Where do they stack up in their coaching class? We'll get into that later in the show. Also, Colin Kaepernick, he's got his workout tomorrow. Not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but the Arizona Cardinals, uh, one of the many teams that are going to be attending Cap's workout tomorrow in Atlanta. And uh, maybe the prospect of the Cardinals bringing Colin Kaepernick on board, what that would look like, Uh, not only as far as team and as far as how this fan base, we've already seen some um, reactions to Colin Kaepernick and the prospect of him, uh, the Cardinals signing him. So we're going to get into that. But of course, it's the final podcast before the teams take the field on Sunday. And we always like to do it on the Friday before a game, the keys to victory. That's your Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm your host, Bo Brock. What are the keys to victory for the Cardinals on the road, taking on now a one-loss not a, no longer unscathed the San Francisco 49ers team. The team, uh, San Francisco, at this point in the season, 8-1. and one. They received their first loss of the season to the Seattle Seahawks in overtime, Monday Night Football. So, Niners playing on a short week. They could be undermanned. We talked to Brian Peacock that Emmanuel Sanders, George Kittle, their top tight end, top receiving threat, could be on the shelf. In diving a little bit deeper into the statistics, when we looked at Jimmy G uh, post-injury for those two players, what was he, 12 for 26 in the contest? Not not a very impressive passing attack with two of the main receiving threats at the San Francisco 49ers potentially on the shelf. So this was my main key the last time these two met on the gridiron, and it was, make Jimmy G beat you. You're like, well, that's idiotic. I mean, I think that the Cardinals certainly did that in the first matchup, and Jimmy G was successful to the tune of four touchdown passes. But everything really was in front of the Arizona Cardinals' secondary. You know, outside of the uh, Dante Pettis touchdown, everything happened in front of him, and that's Jimmy G because he's a glorified Mitchell Trubisky as far as a passer. And I don't mean that like as a huge indictment on Jimmy GQ. I mean, I I think what he does, he does it very well. I think that his, uh, you know, as far as wins and losses, it speaks for himself. Jimmy G has been very successful as a starting quarterback in in the NFL. And we've seen that play out. San Francisco 49ers with Garoppolo. 49ers without Garoppolo. And they win a lot more with Jimmy G. And Jimmy G certainly does enough to manage the game and make enough passes to make this team successful. But what I'm saying is make him stretch the field. Try to make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you over the top. 
try to have him hold on to the ball a little bit longer, make him throw the ball downfield. Like, I don't want to watch again another week against the San Francisco 49ers where I'm seeing the secondary like eight to 10 yards off the wide receiver. Why not like press him a little bit? Why not force them into kind of throwing the ball deep? We haven't seen Jimmy Garoppolo necessarily have that success. His main slot receiver's out. Emmanuel Sanders, potentially. His main tight end safety valve and George Kittle is potentially out. So with the the personnel that he has this week, potentially, I think it's a good time to try to force him to beat you deep. Our second key to victory is where the Cardinals had success in Week 9 against the San Francisco 49ers, and that's running the football. And that's continuing to rely upon Kenyon Drake as your main ball carrier. Now, I've read reports, you know, we even saw from Cliff Kingsbury that uh, David Johnson was looking spry and excited on the practice field, and that's all well and good. But here's the reality. David Johnson has lost a step, especially on carrying the football. We're not seeing the same burst from 31 that we're used to have seeing, especially he's a shell of himself from the 2016 season. He certainly serves a purpose Continues to be a guy in that locker room that you want to have. He's a guy that's a threat in the pass game. Very effective in running routes and being a safety valve for Kyler Murray. But as far as being a guy that's going to tote the pill on a down-by-down basis, Kenyon Drake is the guy who's got the skill set to be and put the Cardinals in the most successful spots. He had a field day against the Niners. I know it was kind of maybe he had the gay, the... the, uh, unknown coming from Miami, not a lot of game film and what he was going to look like in this offense. Now they've got a couple games under their belt. Niners might be better prepared for Kenyon Drake, but he still got that burst that you like to see that could fit this air raid, this Cliff Kingsbury offense. Kenyon Drake needs to replicate his performance from the Thursday night football loss. I mean, he was a star in that game. If he can do anything comparable to that, the Cardinals should be in a good spot. My third key to victory and keeping this game close, and according to mybookie.ag, the Cardinals don't have a chance to keep this close. The wise guys in Vegas, they think that the Niners are going to win this game. It's an 11-point spread. But the key to this team beating the spread, right, and covering, and potentially pulling off the upset on the road, which would be very surprising to a lot of people, including myself, is Kyler Murray can't be hesitant following the crucial game-changing pick that he threw last week in Tampa Bay. The, the pick that set the Bucks up to march down the field and score and win that game, he needs to get that out of his head. He's got to have he's had to have Turn the page on that. Learn from his mistakes and not have that linger into this week. He's got to continue to be the quarterback that went 211 pass attempts, a now NFL rookie record, and taking care of the football. Because we've seen, even when the Cardinals do take care of the football and they're either even or plus in the turnover margin, there isn't a lot of margin for error as far as that hasn't necessarily translated to them winning the game or winning comfortably. They play a lot of t- they play a lot of close games this year, including against the Niners the previous week where Kyler Murray he he was unblemished he didn't turn the ball over, and he needs to do that again this week and on the road in Santa Clara. Ball security is at a premium, especially against this tough defense. From-
Coming up, where does Cliff Kingsbury stack up against the rest of the coaches in the 2019 NFL coaching class? I'll tell you where I believe he sits. That's next. It's Locked On Cardinals. I'm Bo Brock, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Attention, past, present, and future MyBookie players. During Thanksgiving week, MyBookie's offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations as well. MyBookie's going to give you all your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally can't lose. It's no risk all gravy, baby. It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. My bookie welcomes all to come play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting to sports bet, but you have a lot of questions? Don't sweat it. My bookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And best part is, if you join Thanksgiving week, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log on to mybookie.ag. Make your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's guaranteed deposit match risk-free bet Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you don't want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Make sure you do your part to support your team this season. Hop on the gravy train, get into the action with my bookie. You play, you so last night was ugly. It was just an ugly game, lots of injuries, but of course it was uh, amplified. It was an exclamation point at the end when Miles Garrett took the helmet from Mason Rudolph's head, and then clonked him on the head with it. Just awful. Uh, We see that uh, Garrett has been suspended without pay indefinitely, at least for the rest of the season and playoffs, which the reports are. Steelers offensive lineman Marquise Pouncey suspended three games, fined. Uh, You've also got another suspension in there. Mason Rudolph reportedly is going to face a fine as well for his role in the melee. And it makes you kind of think, outside of the obvious you know, what's truly going to fit, what punishment's going to fit the crime for Miles Garrett. And they're in a good spot. I think they're, they've, they've uh, made, they're off to a good start as far as I'm concerned. Um, we've seen a statement from Miles Garrett. He said, last night I made a terrible mistake. I lost my cool. What I did was selfish, unacceptable. I know that we all are responsible for our actions and I can only prove my true character through my actions moving forward. So there you go. There's the apology from Miles Garrett as well. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On podcast network. How do the Cardinals fit into this? Because this is what came into my head. Freddie Kitchens, his tenure so far as Browns head coach has been uh, unsuccessful to say the least. Now the team has won a couple games in a row. They're four and six. Back, loosely back into the AFC playoff picture, right? Four and six, not mathematically out, but uh, it's an uphill climb. Absolutely. Freddie Kitchens was hired after he had a splash as offensive coordinator after the uh, after the Browns made the decision to fire Hugh Jackson, to fire Todd Haley, uh, go with Greg Williams as interim head coach and Kitchens as the play caller, and then this offseason they decided to uh, promote Kitchens to head coach. Fast-tracked himself to this spot. Clearly, it's showing to be too much. The opposite could be said for Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, he's had a couple boneheaded decisions. Uh, as we face, as the, as the Cardinals rematch with the San Francisco 49ers, Game 1 was probably, outside of maybe the Saints' decision to go for it on fourth down on their side of the field, probably the biggest boneheaded plays were made against the Niners in Thursday Night Football Game 
decision call timeout on the goal line. It, it would have been a defensive stop that would have kept the Niners out of the end zone. He calls the timeout. They score on the very next play. That's the difference in the game. Also, you've got Cliff Kingsbury calling and challenging in that game uh, a call that took away a timeout and put the Cardinals in a position to not be able to stop the clock. Bad game for Cliff Kingsbury, but overall, I think the Cliff Kingsbury-Kyler Murray experiment, and I continue to use that experiment because it's you're taking a very you know an unsuccessful college coach and you're taking not your uh, prototypical quarterback and you're coupling them together and expecting success at the NFL level. What I've seen is development. I've seen a rapport. I've seen that these guys they're a good duo. I, I'm I'm ready to continue to follow this experiment and see where it takes the Cardinals going forward. Where does that stack Cliff up against the rest of the class? And we'll go through this real quick. As far as I'm concerned, Freddie Kitchens um, not doing too hot. I'd say he's probably sixth out of the eight coach class that was hired this offseason. The worst, in my opinion, is Zach Taylor. You can't get worse than no wins. Of course, you know you don't expect every coach to be able to make chicken salad out of chicken bleep. Right, I mean, the same could be said for Steve Wilkes last year, but you still weren't seeing the development. We're still seeing a Bengals team that is just a failure in progress to take away from Bruce Arians. But Zach Taylor is the worst coach. No wins to show for his season. Next is Adam Gase, who continues to be overmatched. He was beat by his former team, the Miami Dolphins, who are atrocious. Really, no talent on that team. And Adam Gase is, is, is number seven out of eight as far as the coaching hires this offseason are concerned, in my opinion. Number six, that's where we find Freddie Kitchens. Four and six, they've had a little success, but I see an offensive play caller that has no rhythm throughout each and every game. I don't know if that's just a sophomore slump suffered by his quarterback in Baker Mayfield, but the talent in that locker room and the boneheaded mistakes that are made game in and game out during the game, they're heavily penalized team, and then we see the you know amplified exclamation point by Miles Garrett, a guy that we've seen on hard knocks, we've seen several times in the public eye. Seems like a level-headed guy make a boneheaded mistake like he did last night. I, I got to think that Freddie Kitchens has to take some of the blame for that. Next, Vic Fangio and the Denver Broncos. They were a d- disaster. They've won a couple games here. Um, you know, I, He's not being exactly helped by his quarterback situation from the front office and John Elway, but the Broncos still not a very good football team at 3-6. Certainly haven't improved since the Vance Joseph era. Uh, after Vic Fangio at number 4, I think that Bruce Arians... You know, ho-hum, he did beat his former team last week, but still this team not exactly successful. Three and six, tough season down there in Tampa. Number three, this is where it kind of becomes interchangeable for me. Between three and two, that's the tough decision for me to make. Where does Cliff Kingsbury fall? I'm going to put him at number three because the Cardinals have done a little bit to help Cliff Kingsbury out as far as where they went in the 2019 draft. The guy that's number two is Brian Flores, where he hasn't received really any help at all from his front office. They've just traded part after part, piece after piece for draft capital. Will Brian Flores been able to keep 
the morale up in that locker room. The team has rallied around Brian Flores. It's been the opposite of what we saw last year in the Cardinals locker room around Steve Wilkes. Brian Flores, he just gets number two, and I think it's real close, and I think they're interchangeable, Flores and Cliff Kingsbury. So Cliff Kingsbury, in my opinion, very successful first year, despite the 3-6-1 and one record. And then number one is, is, is Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. I think Matt LaFleur has meshed very well with Aaron Rodgers, which I don't think is the easiest thing to do. They're 8-2. and two. They're in the thick of the NFL playoff, NFC playoff race. They're leading the NFC North. Um, that's, that's my top coach in this class. It can certainly change as the talent. He arguably took over the most talented team of the group. But uh, LaFleur, he's doing a good job. And uh, that's just, just kind of what, one of the things that came to mind last night, watching that debacle transpire on Thursday Night Football. Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on during checkout. Coming up next, quick thought on Colin Kaepernick and the Cardinals attending his workout tomorrow, plus predictions as far as week 11 Cardinals rematch with the San Francisco 49ers at Levi's in Santa Clara that's coming up next it's Locked On Cardinals I'm Bo Brock part of your Locked On Podcast Network guys let's talk about sex good sex remember the days when you were just ready to go now you can increase your performance get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Salus so you know they that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up as twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, it isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew, prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free. Use the special promo code LOCKEDON. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code LOCKEDON. Try it free. Blue Chew. It's better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. Suns continue their hot start to the season. Check out Locked On Suns, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Seven wins early on. Fun team to watch. It's the most fun watching hoops here in the Valley of the Suns since the seven seconds or less Suns. And that's, I mean, that's not saying much. It's been nine years of just misery. But uh, outside of like the 13-14 season when they 48 wins and they didn't make the playoffs. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a refreshing sight to see. Night in and night out on Fox Sports Arizona when the Suns are uh, they're playing great basketball. Real quick thought on Colin Kaepernick, his workout tomorrow. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Bo Brock. Uh, Kaepernick, it's going to be attended by the bulk of the NFL teams. Everybody kind of talking how this is just the NFL kind of trying to save face. It's a PR stunt. They're going to put him out there. He's going to work out. And then uh, if he doesn't get a job, the NFL can say, well, we did this for you. Right, and, and everybody's got their thoughts. Everybody's got their conspiracies. Here it is. The Cardinals are going to attend this workout tomorrow. And if you watch Kyler Murray play week in and week out, and if you look at Brett Hundley, who's their backup quarterback, the Cardinals are looking for a mobile quarterback with a strong arm who's able to move the pocket, who's able to spread the ball around, and sometimes there's some design runs. If Colin Kaepernick looks to be a better fit to back up Kyler Murray, then the Cardinals, if that's their belief, and a lot of people can 
point to whatever numbers you want to point to. And I think that they're enough to justify this thought process. Uh, To me, Brett Hundley, Colin Kaepernick, at this stage of their careers, are interchangeable. But there's one big difference between the two of them. How much, how often have we heard from Brett Hundley this season? Not much, right? Pretty much goes flies under the radar, as do many backup quarterbacks. Here's the here's the argument against Colin Kaepernick. This is the argument really against this even was an argument against Tim Tebow. It was an argument against Michael Sam, the linebacker, first openly gay NFL player. Was the distraction factor. And the distraction is real. Does it impact as far as how the players play on a week by week basis? I I would seriously doubt that. But I just don't know if you want to bring in a media circus, especially with a young quarterback, uh, if all things are equal as far as who your backup quarterback is. And does Colin Kaepernick even want to compete as a backup? That's another question. So I would say uh, be very careful with the decisions you make. There are two quarterbacks that are fully capable of running Cliff Kingsbury's offense in your locker room right now. Um, and and look, I, I'm not too concerned about what the fan base would say. I, I think hopefully this this whole thing, this workout, Kaepernick gets an opportunity, whether it's just a workout itself or an opportunity with an NFL team, and we can just move forward with this. And uh, I, you know, I, I at this point, I just I just want I'm tired of like it coming back into the news. Like it goes away, comes back. It's just it, it's like a horror film monster. Like it won't die. You can you can light it up with as many bullets as you want, um, or you know whatever. It's Michael Myers, the, the story itself. Uh, it, it just won't die. That's my thoughts on it. But you know, Cardinals do their due diligence. Whatever. If there's a talented player, if there's a workout, it is kind of silly that the NFL's doing this when they don't do this for really any other player. But uh, it's just hopefully it, it puts this to bed. Um, and I think that the Cardinals are in a good spot as far as their quarterbacks already. Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Cardinals taking on Kaepernick's former team, the Niners, this weekend. Santa Clara. Cardinals, they, they played the Niners tight Thursday night football. We mentioned the mistakes that Cliff Kingsbury made coaching. We saw that Kenyon Drake had a coming out party. Kyler Murray took care of the football in that game. A lot of that needs to go the same way this Sunday on the road. 11-point spread right now, according to my bookie. The Cardinals are going to have to play a nearly perfect game as far as ball security. They're going to need Kenyon Drake to offer that balance as far as the the offense is concerned. Christian Kirk needs to have a bigger game than he did the last time these two played. I'm not asking for the Christian Kirk that had three receiving touchdowns against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but Christian Kirk had two catches for eight yards. He's got to show up. He's got to... If you're going to have the run game going, you got to have the other end of that. Christian Kirk, a burner, a guy that can stretch and take the top off a of defense. We got to see that. Christian Kirk, last time he was in Santa Clara, he had that big 75 yard touchdown score against the Niners. The offensive balance is going to be key to keep this thing close. For them to cover the spread, that's going to be huge for them. Now, I told Brian Peacock that I thought the Cardinals were going to lose this game 28 14. I'm kind of changing on that. I think that the Cardinals can stay in this game. 
I don't think that they end up shocking the world and beating the Niners, but they can certainly stay tight. I'm going to say the Cardinals lose this one. I still think the Niners put up 28 points. Cardinals probably put up a couple more field goals. Let's go 28-20. Cardinals cover. They lose on the road to a very good San Francisco 49ers team. Niners, it could be closer than that. San Francisco, after taking on Seattle, their schedule doesn't get any easier. Up next, they have the Packers. Then they're on the road. Two early kickoffs against the Ravens and the Saints. Could the Niners be got? Can they get caught with their pants down looking forward? It's possible. It's absolutely possible. And we've got those two key injuries. Keep those in mind. If George Kittle, if Emmanuel Sanders can't go in and they can't get that run game going like the first time these two game teams matched up, it can be as close as it was and the Cardinals could be in a position to pull off a shocking upset. I'm hoping for it. I'm looking forward to it. Also, Robbie Gold, we'll see where he is. You know, it's just the Niners are hurting right now and they've got some big games on tap. Could they be caught looking too far ahead? It's possible. It happens all the time. Hoping for it. I'm here for it. I'm Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter at Bob Brack. Give the show a follow at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow my um, absentee co host, Alex Clancy, at Clancy Corner for all those fiery hot takes. And uh, we'll talk to you Monday, win or lose. Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network.